It is the Flag on the Play podcast, and it is Thursday, July 1st. Happy Canada Day to all the Canadians out there. Great episode today. Got some NFL update off the talk. Going to talk a little Tom Brady, talk a little CFL even. We'll mix that in. Shout out to Canada once more. NBA playoffs, East and West finals, some Euro, and then we get into our first ever draft it's the Summer Sensations Draft. If it feels like summer, we're picking it. Bozo of the Week, Genius of the Week, no conclusive evidence, all that good stuff and more. Again, it's a rare Thursday episode. We wanted to bring you that stuff for your holiday. Enjoy the day off to all our Canadians out there. We'll talk to you guys again on Sunday. Enjoy the episode. Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in. Every one of the officials threw their, their flag and look at people like, got a smile on Rock and Robin. Low Rock and really gonna rock up tonight. It is Thursday, July 1st. It's the Flag on the Play podcast, a Canada Day edition of the Flag on the Play podcast. Happy Canada Day. I'm your host, Phil. Joining me as always, he's in the far corner, bright green shirt today. It's Owen. How's it going? It's going good. Still coping with the heat. It's just sweaty all the time. Um, but good basketball, good sports right now. So, I mean, makes it better for sure. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. We're fighting on through the heat here. Yeah, we're it's it's a flu game. It, it is most certainly a flu game. <laughs> yeah. I'm sticky as we speak. Yeah, same here. To my right, it's the Pride of Serbia. It's Alex. Pride of Serbia, but proud Canadian too. Let's Happy go. Canada Day to everyone. Um, yeah, just like you boys, sticky situation over here. Super hot. Um, can't even sleep in my own freaking bed. Right. I have to go down to the basement to sleep now. Me too. Yeah. No covers, no nothing, and it still, like, isn't working. Um, yeah. it, it's really difficult out there. It's just, like, starting to not be enjoyable. It's You can only go out, like, after 7.30 now. Oh. I and mean, pray there's a breeze outside. When but, that, like, oh, we will get into the breeze later on. Yeah. Because today, not to jump too far ahead, but later on in this episode, oh, yeah. the inaugural draft. And this yeah. is the Summer Sensations draft. We'll be doing that a little later on, so not to tease too much there. We got to start off with the NFL update. Boys, we'll start with some exciting news here. Mm-hmm. The Colts, they approved full stadium capacity, all 32 teams, full stadium capacity. It's Let's confirmed. Go. It's going to be a great season. I'm excited. I'm as, as excited as I can ever remember being for the NFL season. I don't know. I like I, not like joking aside, I really think the last couple of years the NFL's really like Maybe been out of all four of the big leagues, like doing stuff right. Like I don't know, like the last time they've been messing. Because I remember, like a couple years ago, everyone was like, you know, oh, Goodell, like this, that. Deflate. They've been, man. Everything they've been doing it first. I guess the season came first, but still, like, um, a lot of teams, like especially in Canada, weren't letting any fans in. NHL weren't wasn't letting fans in any like for a while. But like still. in freaking October, they were letting fans in. Everything was looking good. So this is great to see. Yeah. Like, me and Phil were just talking about this because it seems like in every sport there's like these big existential crises, you know, crises that happen where it's like, oh, like the regular season is not interesting enough, or we need to do, we need to add more teams to the playoffs or whatever. But the NFL is just like everyone loves every every regular season game. The playoffs are always exciting. Like they dealt with COVID nice. Like it's just they like credit to Goodell. He knows exactly. what he's doing. It's an institution. Yeah. I also heard just quick that the NFL has like the biggest leverage. Because all the like networks like Fox, ESPN, 
I don't know if I'm forgetting one CBS. more. CBS. They, like NFL just tells them how much they have to pay for that year to, to broadcast the games, and no other league can do that except the NFL. They're, it's crazy. They're yeah. the bosses. Yeah. Having said that, boys, if you could pick one stadium on your bucket list, which one do you need to get to? Because I know mine. I've already been to a couple, but the one I want to get to ASAP, SoFi in LA. I really want to get there. Wow. And try the uh the submarine cheeseburger. The, the cheeseburger sub. Fill yeah. you dirty dog. Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm gonna be tearing that up. Well, I just want to pull up to the Jacksonville Stadium full swimsuit and just tear it up in the pool. That's that just my dream stadium. Like Put a Rolo a helmet on you yeah. while you're in the pool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That'd be sick. Um so I've only been to the old Rams stadium, the Coliseum, and boy was that a dumpster fire. That stadium stinks. Not built for 21st century NFL definitely football. not um definitely huge 1930s vibes but um since <laughs> i'm a raiders fan yeah i'm not kidding and uh since i'm a raiders fan i want to get out to the raiders stadium i was looking at tickets pretty pricey but we'll figure <laughs> yeah. something out i mean you can also rave there because they have like a nightclub and you boys know i'm a big raver so mix in a little football <laughs> a little raving that's a dream experience for me i love it boys yeah. tom brady He's been a hot topic lately, as in the last like 25 years, you know. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's been in the news. Yeah. And uh, this week, it surfaced that even though he has a contract with them, he's actually never set foot inside a subway in his life. So, that wow. make that I believe that. Yeah. I do. And this came across late, across my wires last night. Uh -huh. I was up late night studying wow. subway knowledge. Uh -huh. And Tom actually did say in the past that he did go to subways in college and ordered the meatball sub. Wow. wow. We got conflicting reports. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's choose what you uh -oh. want to believe there. I don't wow. know. Do we need to launch like an, an investigation? Absolutely. Of this? A subway investigation. Yeah. 30 for 30. <laughs> I just wanted to ask what you boys think about subway. If you think it's just nasty or if you actually like it. Cause I, I kind of go back and forth. Some months I like it. Some months I'm never going in there. So wow. early on when I was like, my like, you know, 12, 13 years old, that's when I loved Subway. That was the best thing you could get for lunch. Like when your mom's yeah. like, you know what? Like we're going to eat something like tonight. I'm like, all right, let's just get Subway or whatever. Now I can't. The heartburn for some reason. I don't know if it's like what I get because I like load it up. But still, I get like jalapenos yeah. and stuff. Don't ask why. But heartburn, it, like I can't. For the next two days, bro, like I can't. Like I'm just drinking milk. I'm taking Tums to like calm myself <laughs> down. So I don't know. I'm kind of out on it. Yeah, I I'm in the same boat, but some yeah. months I like it. I'll be like, "Oh, I really have a craving for Subway today," and then I'll go. <laughs> no, it's it. I'm I've I've been in, never left. I'm I'm a big Subway guy, especially now. It's like, what are you gonna do? Like, you're gonna go get like a like some a hot meal? Yeah. No, yeah. You do. you're gonna get a Subway sandwich. You know Their what I mean? cookies though slap. Oh, I've never unreal. eaten a bad Subway cookie. Unbelievable so, cookies. Yeah. Yep. Also, stay away from the tuna because recent reports came out that wow. there's no genetic relation the tuna yeah like there's no prove. tuna matter in there yeah there's no tuna matter <laughs> yeah. it's just like clumps they of said nothing they couldn't associate it to a known fish yeah well, have you guys ever had the tuna no let's go yeah. me neither we're no. safe no never even like crossed my mind we're an that. fda safe podcast. exactly yeah. and then and then ireland also you can't call it bread in ireland they're bread because yeah. it's just not it's too much sugar in it from what i heard yeah do you remember like they had like the <laughs> this scandal where it was like the same chemical like that was in yoga mats you know what i mean on <laughs> oh <laughs> God, that now I'm That's never going. Man. It's so good, so soft. Oh, I'm completely out, dude. I'm pulling a Brady. I'm never going. God, I say put more of the 
yoga mat chemical in there. So Ugh. stretchy, so, so soft. <laughs> Easy Owen is so in the pillowy. subway just playing with it like Play Doh. <laughs> I'm literally getting queasy over here. Bro. I'm just thinking about so the toe fungus on, I'm, on, I'm on sure, the mats. I'm sure Brady's like trainers say like you can't breathe like subway air because you'll just get like oh, bronchitis or something. So <laughs> subway air is a thing of its own. Yeah, I, I mean it hits when you get in. in yeah. <laughs> what do you think like, Brady eats on like a regular? Just like raw like fruits and vegetables, avocado ice cream. Yeah, yeah. he's got the TV. That's like well, that's a that's. That's, that's an indulgent. That's a treat. Sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say I would say he's the type of guy who just takes a full ripe tomato and just yeah. eats like an apple. Yeah. No, he actually he, doesn't no eat nightshades. tomatoes. He doesn't eat tomatoes. I know that because he re- he wrote it in the book. Uh, he does not eat tomatoes. <laughs> His so, book. Yeah, there's a TB12. What does he eat, dude? Like just water, ice. I mean, you should buy the book and find I out. I have to. It's very interesting. Oh, yeah, I have to. Lastly, Tom Brady won this conversation somehow because oh, yeah. we're all buying his book now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's, it's interesting there. <laughs> Lastly, it's Canada Day, so I had to work the CFL in here. Oh, naturally. Canadian Football League for those at home. Season starts August sixth. Yeah. Go Elks. New name, <laughs> new swag. Uh, Fire helmets. But Paxton Lynch. Yep. Wow. Star. We, yeah. We wow. all know first round pick of the Broncos. Mm-hmm. He signed with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. That's in the huge. CFL. Big big CFL signings. This is kind of a pattern though. Flame out in the NFL. Yeah. High draft pick. Come up here for a season. Doesn't work. Maybe <laughs> maybe don't play at all. Like sometimes yeah. you just go to practices and you're like, this is too depressing, and then you yeah. retire. I've got some names here who signed in the CFL in recent memory. We got Vince Young, 2017. Yep. Yep. Didn't yep. didn't suit up for a game, but he signed. <laughs> Johnny Manziel, 2018. Suited forget? up for a couple. I watched every game. It was <laughs> the Manziel tour. The, the first game, <laughs> the first game he came in, he threw like four interceptions, no touchdowns. But they were some of the most electric interceptions yeah. you'll ever see. Oh, yeah. Scrambling left, throwing off helmets. I was like, yeah. oh, come on. <laughs> Ocho Cinco, he was 2014. Alouettes, yeah. right? Yeah. He suited up. Yeah. Josh Freeman. 2018. Wow. He fell off the map, eh? Yeah. He was kind of nice and then had like one bad year and you never heard of him again. I know. That's how he ended yeah. up in the CFL. And then Trent Richardson in 2017. Oh, yeah. He was, he was on the Riders at the end. Oh, I remember him. I'm, I like the Canadian Football League generally. I think it's, you know, it's nice to have it up here in our backyard. But I just wanted to ask you boys, I've never heard any of you give a take on the CFL. Like, what do you think of? Do you like it? Like, let's be positive too because, you know, it's Canada Day. Yeah, I, I like it. There we go. Positive. <laughs> you know what? It's when there's really nothing else on, I'll toss the game on, maybe watch some Stampeders or whatever. But, uh, I mean, I still obviously love the NFL way more. Like, we have to make, yeah. like, a sacrifice. Oh, I mean, like, I it's, mean, it's, it's not CFL even is out of here, but no. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's okay. I mean, still, at the end of the day, it's football. I still maybe watch college football over it, but hey, it's yeah. football, whatever. Yeah, and usually it's on in like June, July, so there's nothing on, and I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. I'll toss on the CFL. Yeah, it's, okay. it's a Friday night. Yeah, I kind of miss it now that I'm talking about it. Oh yeah, that like, kind of hurts a little bit. Tickets, yeah. tickets are Definitely cheap too, it. so like it's easy to go to the games and just True. it's it's still it's like a you know pro athletes like yeah getting on so it's it's good. Any live Americans, live it's good. I'll give you that. Yeah, live, any Americans great. out there, if you are coming to Canada for some reason in the next couple years and you can just go just just go it's yeah it's worth it come check it out the yeah. great cup usually like the stadium's never really like filled but no it's packed i went to one of them once. which one i went to the one in edmonton stan peters beat the red blacks and alessia cara played halftime that's alessia huge Car- Dude, but, like the one in bc though there was like no one there yeah well that's which bc was, true that's it. bc we they probably don't know Alberta, what football is ask manitoba that's fair fair what is alessia cara's big song Jeez. She had like a big one. Hey? I know. She has a couple bangers, I think. Because I knew a couple songs she was playing. So is it time to get Justin Bieber at halftime or Drake? We got to recruit them. <laughs> Drake, Drake, I mean, Drake at the, at the Great <laughs> yeah. Cup halftime. Yeah, yeah. Pencil it in. 
and maybe that's a no conclusive. Just wearing an right Argonauts there. jersey. That'd be <laughs> rapping them with so the six hard. on the back. Yeah, yeah. With the, yeah. yeah. And I just love when American like guys from that that flamed out from the NFL and they come to the CFL and they get like no playing time because they genuinely stink. They get like all shocked that they're like not playing. It's like, dude, this league's like pretty decent. Like, yeah, it's, yeah it's, like it, you, got, you can't you, just show you up and be like, I'm not going to practice. And I'm just going to throw play. like at people's helmets and cause interceptions, like you said for Manziel. So, I mean, to be fair, Johnny Manziel did that his whole career. Yeah, so, I, mean, I mean Johnny Manziel, if he was built for the CFL, there's he was he was going to be the like the greatest thing in the league history. Yeah. Just, you know, had wow. to work out the personal problems a little bit there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the NFL updates in the books. Half of a CFL update there. Yeah. You know? Canada Day. We yeah. got to represent. On to the NBA playoffs, fellas. Tonight, we watched the West Finals come to an end. The Phoenix Suns, led by Chris Paul. And all uh, probably the best game of his career. The most the career-defining game so yeah. far for Chris Paul. 41 points. He was spectacular. Touch and go the whole way. And then Phoenix really, in the last 15 minutes of the game, stepped on their neck and put him out of business pretty good series maybe would have been a different outcome if Kawhi's healthy that's not the point here Phoenix going to the finals you boys feel like they're a good representative of the West here you think they're the best option of the teams that we saw at the at the beginning of the playoffs um I just felt like there were more teams that probably could have taken out the Suns like I really feel like the Lakers if they were healthy could have taken them out um, if I'm going to be honest, I don't know if the Nuggets could have taken them out even with a healthy Murray, but I do feel like the Clippers could have taken them out with like a healthy Kawhi and stuff. At the end of the day, like I said, you just got to play everyone that's in front of you. And I mean, congrats to them. Congrats to Paul, uh, Monty Williams. He's had a tough couple years here. So good on them. Just wish they could have maybe played with a little bit more class there towards the end, especially Paul. He's like 36 years old and he's, you know, Acting like he just got into the league. Devin Booker's trash-talking the Clippers fans. I mean, Clippers don't have any fans, like Phil was saying. Yeah. Um. So, you guys didn't win the NBA Finals. I can only imagine what would happen if they won the NBA Finals. But, uh, I mean, you know, good for them. Yeah, I think they're fine. I, I think they're a pretty good team. Like I said in the last episode, I don't think they, like, backed into the Finals or anything. It'd be one thing if they were just... I, I think they're a pretty solid team. They would have had a chance to make it if everybody was full health to begin with. So... Yeah, I don't know. I think I think we're being a little bit uh, too harsh on the Suns, to be honest with you. I mean, they were almost a one seed. They were as close as you can get, um, and they were neck and, you know neck and neck with the Jazz. And I mean, looking at the Clippers, the Clippers barely beat the Mavs, and obviously that's a good team. But I mean, it's a team that realistically shouldn't have given them as much trouble as it as they did. So I think even with a healthy Kawhi, I, I see the Suns winning this series. Maybe give them one more game. But I don't think it's that much of a different... I don't think the outcome's any different. So I, I think the Suns, you know, I think they're probably the most deserving, barring Lakers yeah. AD. I do want to give props to Alex, though, because he's halfway there. I'm halfway there. At, yeah. In one of the inaugural episodes, Alex predicted a Suns-Bucks finals before round one. It It's an all-time prediction. It's going to go down in podcast history. Podcast really. history, once again, so sad I didn't put any money on it. I've been gambling the whole freaking year, putting money on the dumbest stuff, freaking from soccer to noontime baseball games that I have no idea like who's pitching. I just throw some money on it, and then I don't throw money on this. Tough, tough look. I don't even want to know how much money I would have made, but hey, whatever. At least I'm going down in podcast history. Yeah, it's it's a take for the record, but yeah, yeah. I do want to say, though, the Suns have quite a turnaround here. They were, yeah. sec- they were worst record in the West two years ago, and yeah. now they're going to the NBA Finals. It's pretty impressive. 
Where do you think they would have been without Chris Paul had that move not happened? Do you still see them ending up? I, I think it's pretty safe to say they wouldn't be in the NBA Finals. No. But do you guys still think they end up in the round three or round two? Or do you think he really made the big difference for the whole team joining on? <clears throat> I mean, I think he did make a, a you know s- fairly significant impact. Like, I don't know if you guys saw what Aiton said about him. He like basically gave him all the credit for his growth and stuff and his confidence. So I think outside of like what he does on the court, I think he's had a really big impact on his teammates, especially the young guys. Like Aiton took a big leap, so I'll give him credit there. And so that's why it's tough to say like how he would be if, if you know how the team would be if he didn't play because you have to factor in how the other guys around him are playing. Yeah, like Bridges even Payne yeah, even. Bridges, yeah, Bridges all the all it's a young team. You take him out, that's a super young team. Um, and so I don't know. I would I like to think they would still be really competitive and they might still make a conference finals. But I agree. I mean, you know, it's so close and all these teams were so good in, in the West. I could have seen I could have seen them losing in the second round, third round. It's hard to say. Yeah. Even round one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I think they probably could have won a, a, about a round or, um, you know, like beating like a Nuggets team or a Utah team because we did see them win games without Paul. Like he was out for a bit there. Mm-hmm. And like Booker was great in those games. Like he could score and facilitate. Now, like Owen said, where does Aiton's game go from there? Like if Paul isn't always in his ear the whole time and his like where does Aiton's development go from there? I'm not sure. But um I, I still think the Paul trade was is I don't know, like from the last ten years, it's like probably a top ten trade. Like he got yeah. you to the NBA finals. And they didn't even give up that much. Only like a first round pick in Rubio, right? And so, and Ubre, mm-hmm. but yeah, so who cares? Who cares about that things, exactly? Yeah. So yeah. this is, I mean, that watching that game, that's all I could think about. Is it that was his career defining game, and this is his career defining moment. Mm-hmm. And if Phoenix goes on to win this championship, yep. I don't think I'm gonna think about all the injuries. It's just gonna be the year Chris Paul finally did the thing, especially with the way he played. It's one thing if they backed in, but for him to just say, "All right, we're not losing tonight," and just step on their necks in the second half, yeah. I thought that was. It was a really sparkling game for him. It's going to go right down in the memory of his entire career. That was the game. Yeah, I agree. And like you were saying, it was such a dominant win. It kind of took a little bit away from the guys who say, you know what, if they had Kawhi, it would have been a different story. Because, you know, if it's a seven-game series and and game seven is close, you can probably make the case. And you can still make the case now, but I think it's a lot weaker because of the dominance that they have shown yeah, especially through tonight. It yeah. was it was him and him alone that just it looked like it could have gone the clipper way there. Yeah. They were mm-hmm. floating in the game and he just said, No, not tonight. So oh, yeah. And like losing game five at home, that's like really tough. And you gotta go back to LA, play in front of those crazy Clippers fans, right? <laughs> yeah. They get in your ear all the time, they're tough to play against in Super. front of. Super. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then yeah, just this is a classic game. He wanted this. And um, I also want to give him credit, man. He got sent to Oklahoma last year in a crappy situation, didn't pout, showed his value once again in Oklahoma, and, like, this is this is his reward. Harden, on the other hand, hey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he pouted his way out of Houston. I know some stuff went wrong for the Nets, but it's, Chris it's, Paul's in the NBA Finals, and he's not. So it's the just, basketball just karma. Saying. Yeah, basketball karma out there coming back. It's it's quite a turnaround because he was, he was traded with four first-round picks yeah. for Russell Westbrook. He was an untradeable contract. Nobody wanted him in Houston. Yeah. Look at where yeah, he is now. It's just two years later. It feels like it's a lifetime ago, but it shows what he did to rehabilitate himself and his career and his image yeah. that 
And I know he wanted to go to Phoenix. Oklahoma City was happy to like send him to wherever he wanted to go. But it's just an amazing turnaround to think about where we thought about him after they lost, yep. after the Rockets lost that series to the Warriors two years ago, where it seemed like you know it was dead. That was his last chance, and I, I nobody saw this coming. Yeah, yeah. Can we uh, can we show some love to the Clippers too, Phil? Because I know you've been you've been really liking them for the last couple weeks here, and just what they've shown from a perseverance perspective. Yeah, I I would say you know when I watched them last year, I felt like they were a lifeless team, and Denver came in and Denver just exuded their will and their team heart on them, and I felt like I, like everybody did after watching that. I felt sour about the Clippers and that they like didn't care and they didn't have mm-hmm. the heart to get it done. But watching them this year, they just always fought back. They always found their way out of a hole. And I know that obviously part of that has to be attributed to Ty Lue. But I mean, major props to them. Nobody, if you said to me that the Clippers were going to win ten playoff games and they wouldn't have Kawhi Leonard for half of them, I just there's no way I would believe you. I major major respect because those guys, they all hustled. They all left it all out there. I. I don't feel like they were I don't feel like at all that they, you know, blew this series or anything. No. Like this was this was a full on yeah. team effort to get there. It was, reminded me a lot of because what's so funny is the year before they lost in the bubble obviously, that team had the most heart out of any team I've seen in 10 years. Like they came back from 31 down against the Warriors and I thought like, "Oh, that's the team." Like when they got Kawhi, it's like they have the heart yeah. and they have the talent. And then yeah. last year they only showed the talent. Yeah. And then this year it was a little bit of a combination of the of the two, and if they had Kawhi, you know, maybe things would have went differently. But mm-hmm. major, major respect to them for getting that back, and big respect to Ty Lue and Paul George because they're obviously the leaders and the spearhead. Of I that. think I think that's what's one of the biggest differences is really when you look at that team. You had Doc Rivers lead them, and then you had Ty Lue lead them this year. And I think Ty Lue just, I mean, he maximized everyone's potential, man. Like I thought, freaking Amir Coffee was gonna come in there and start <laughs> yeah. playing well too. Like seriously, he made mm-hmm. like man. Jackson had unbelievable games. Oh yeah, he he gave George this this confidence. Like it's not easy, man. Everyone was criticizing him last season about the bubble and all that stuff. Kawhi goes down. No one thinks he can lead this Clippers team. I think he did a heck of a job. And um, from what I've heard, Lou just holds everyone accountable, and that's that's how you're gonna play. Everyone needs to give their max. I also like that when they were they never gave up like whenever they were down 20 if someone's shot wasn't going down like i know morris tonight missed his first three or four shots Mm -hmm. and then he hit his like next six like they just keep shooting they keep working to get him the shots it's not like they're like okay cut him out it's like okay you're gonna ease into this game we need you now like and that's like game five they win and paul george didn't like didn't show up for the first half and he had the best second half of his career and it's definitely in the locker room they're like hey come on now we're we're, we need we're fine yeah it's not like they're just cutting a guy out and they're giving him no confidence not saying anything to him you could tell it's a whole team effort to get everybody on the same page and everyone was saying how bad that locker room was last year i feel like it's a lot better this year like it has to be right like like given how like like you were saying everyone's getting their shots no one's just like singling out one player I mean, Zubats was out tonight. Ibaka was out for the playoffs, and, and Leonard was out, and they still were competitive. That I'm, I'm just thrilled with the Clippers. Yeah, I mean, I think you have to have a really strong locker room to have guys, role playing guys, kind of step up like that. And like for example, Pat, Reggie Jackson had the best uh, ten game, seven game stretch of his career, and it's not even close. Like he, at times, looked like the best player on the floor. Best season. 
Yeah. yeah. He's 44% from three this year. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I don't think there's, you know, if you have a a toxic locker room, there's no way players like Terrence Mann or Reggie Jackson or even Kennard or DeMarcus Cousins, even veterans who can can step up in big moments and actually contribute and not just contribute, carry the teams at time, carry the team at time. Yeah. So I don't know. I I mean, I give a lot of credit to Ty Lue. And also, I mean, Paul George last year, he was where Ben Simmons is now, in my opinion. Yeah, it was a yeah, similar situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And we saw all saw videos of him like laughing at, at the airport, like on his way to wherever he was going, Cancun. And it just seemed it just seemed like, you know, he was at a really difficult spot. I'm sure he was. And so I give a lot of credit to him outside of what Ty Lue did for the team because he has rehabilitated his image as much as anybody on the team. And, you know, he's been great. I think he's really done enough to probably shed the the nicknames and the jokes yeah. and everything yeah so. 40 plus minutes for every single game played the yeah. last month for paul george yeah he, and he was way up. ahead of everybody else in playoff minutes played and i to to say this about the clippers i really like their chances next year because they're going to get these guys yeah. back and that type of form and the brotherhood it doesn't go away it's not going to just dissipate and this loss just might only make them stronger they've gone yeah. through some real adversity here now i mean maybe Reggie Jackson leaves maybe he doesn't he's made a lot of money he made a lot of money in Detroit but I I would feel really good about them if they were able to bring back the majority of their core next year and run it back and I didn't think I would feel that way I felt coming into the playoffs if they lost big changes had to be made mm-hmm. I don't feel that way at all yeah. with them bowing out this way yeah so I couldn't agree more I think it's a yeah going back to the just last point on the culture I think in the NFL you hear like this thing a lot like next man up like if if your guy if the guy in front of you on the depth chart goes down, it's like okay, business as usual. You just step up and take his role, and that's what I saw from this team. I you know even uh, even Paul George, who's obviously a star, he picked up the slack that you know Kawhi Leonard kind of left when he was was out, um, and it was just yeah, great team effort. And I think yeah, you know Reggie Jackson's a prime example of that. It's yeah. great to see any given night. It could have been anybody. So major shout out to them. Yeah. Uh, don't want to shift too much to the finals, but it's hard not to look ahead here. We don't know who's going to come out of that other series because we don't know who's healthy in the other series. But I think, at least for me, and I'll throw the question to you guys, I think Phoenix would have to be the favorites against whoever comes out of the East at this point. Yeah, I would I would probably agree. Um, and I think it's for most of the reasons we've already said. You know, I think the they've been as dominant as any team in the playoffs have has been, you know, they beat the Lakers. They obviously just beat the Clippers. Um, so they've played really good teams. And I think obviously you have an injury, you know, semi injury with Devin Booker, but they're also relatively healthy compared to other teams compared to both the Hawks and the Bucks. Yeah. So I, I like the spot that they're in. I like the way they're playing. I like the confidence they're playing with. And you, it's a similar situation to the Clippers where you're getting production, you know, it's a deep bench. We're getting production from, you know, from eight to nine guys that can actually step up. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go with the Suns here, too. Um, I just feel like, say, like if Atlanta came out, I just, they're way too banged up. Like they're missing everybody now. Yeah. I, I, I don't think. On one leg, yeah. Bogdanovich yeah. on one leg. They don't have DeAndre Hunter, Trey Young. Who knows how that injury is going to impact him. Um, and I just don't think it can last that long. And then once again, I still don't trust Milwaukee at all. Like mm-hmm. I, I trust the Suns way more. I feel like they execute way better. I haven't really seen the Suns make any like dumb bonehead plays throughout the playoffs. Like Monty Williams really has them. Like everyone knows their role. Everyone knows what they're doing. And basically, Chris Paul is a coach on the floor. So having him 
on there really helps facilitating the offense and stuff. Devin Booker does his, his thing. He scores. Aiton's, Aiton's great. He's going to be really hard to defend for either team. So, um, yeah, I just like the Suns' chances way more. Me too. And, and to that point, you said they're about Milwaukee and how you don't trust Milwaukee. I think that's a good pivot into that series. Where the last game we saw was game four. Game five will be tonight from most likely when you're hearing this or Thursday night if you're hearing it after the fact. It's a 2-2 series, and I know the story of the game coming out is Giannis gets hurt. Nobody knows how long he'll be out. Obviously, we all want a good finals. We yeah. all hope he gets back very healthy. But to me, the story of that game is that Milwaukee does not know, has no killer instinct. The TNT guys, they were saying it at halftime. This is a good team. It's not a great team. They don't have killer instinct. They, that was a game where a really good team, the Warriors would have came into that game and said, you don't have Trey Young. We're kicking we're you. you by 40. Yeah, yeah, we're kicking you tonight. You are not crawling back in this series. And the Bucks didn't have any instinct to kick in and take over that game that they really, really should have had. That was their best chance to take the finals in their grasp. Uh, I... I don't know if they're going to finish this or win this series because, I mean, again, who knows about the health of these stars? It's almost impossible to yeah. predict from when we're recording this. But I really don't trust them in the finals. And I, I would have loved to have seen a Giannis ring. I thought, you know, it would have been a good end to this season. It would have been a great story for the whole league. But I really just don't like the chances of that happening at all right now with the way they're playing. Not having Giannis for whatever a quarter and a half, I think, is not an excuse. Um, mm -hmm. like you said, even during the game, Atlanta was still up by like 10 at points during the game. That's just inexcusable. And if you take Giannis and Trey Young out, you on paper, Milwaukee should still be winning those games. If, if you're paying Drew Holiday all that money and you're giving up all those draft picks for him, what Middleton should be too, they should still be winning those games. And I, I still don't think there's an excuse to lose the last game. I, I get like whatever Giannis you know, it's tough. It takes the wind out of the team. It's kind of a shock. But, man, it's the playoffs. No killer instinct. you got to be tougher mentally. you got to find a way to win that game. Like, you can't let Atlanta crawl back into this series. Um, you had a game there where Trey Young was out. You could have taken it. You didn't. And um, it, it's just difficult to see. I, I, once again, I really think it's unfair. Like, you can't... Like, if Giannis doesn't play these next games, it's still no excuse for Milwaukee not to win, man. Like, you yeah. still have Holiday, you still have Middleton, these stars and impact players that you guys tell us about that are so great. All right, let's go out here and win because Young Young isn't playing on the Hawks. Yeah, the Hawks basically have nobody anymore, and they're still finding ways to be in games and win games. So, no excuse. Yeah, and I think from, like, a, a locker room perspective, a, a loss like that has to be just debilitating if you're the if you're the Bucks. I mean, imagine if they, you know, your star goes out and you go come back and you win that game. Imagine the different the difference that would make in your team versus our star went out and we rolled over and lost, which is what happened. Yeah. That's just debilitating because like you said, I mean, Chris Middleton, you're paying him how much? Like 30 million dollars, something yeah, crazy and a half, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's some uh, absurd amount and he's scoring 16 points in the entire game. I mean, credit to him for having 20 in the fourth the game before, but yeah. if you're going to be the, you know, the guy who's supposed to be the closer you have to be the closer more frequently than all about consistency 50 percent right? of the time yeah so you know it's an issue it's a pretty systemic issue i think because obviously they just you, they don't have it they don't have that you know like you guys are saying they killer instinct to get it done when when they need to get it done and that's something that comes from culture it comes from coaching comes from just the you know the way your team is it's just the, the yeah. character of the team i think i also just quick 
I just don't feel like Bud ever gets his guys ready to play, man. Like I'm really starting they, to think they came out flat. They came out flat, man. Come on, bro. You're not. Nothing's gonna be handed to you in the playoffs. You gotta get your guys ready to play. You gotta tell them, I want you guys to be up by thirty, like by half. Like you have yeah. to. Like you gotta get your guys ready to play. And I mean, and what Owen said too. The second Giannis went out. You look at the Milwaukee bench, they basically handed the game over. I mean, I felt like Bud was ready to take Middleton and Holiday out that second. <laughs> yeah. Like, and seriously. I don't want to blame him too much that because that was an injury that looked like he ripped his knee in half. And the whole bench is probably thinking, oh, my God, like, there it goes. Like, what What do we do now? Like, I, And then Atlanta, key credit to them, they knew, they knew the moment was, okay, they're going to be flat for the next three minutes. We got to step on them. And they went on like a 14-0 run. They knew what they had to do in that moment to put them out. And, because they had, the, they had the edge. Milwaukee was going to play shocked because of what happened. It was such a, like a violent play at the rim. Uh, but the exact opposite of what you're saying and the guys coming out to play is the Clippers won game five because yeah. they blitzed Phoenix right at the start of the game. They went up by 15 very early in the first, and it was like, we need to win this game. We're going to come out and play right now. And Milwaukee comes out, and they're playing slow, and they're turning the ball over right away. And it's just, you can see it immediately. It's immediately apparent to anybody watching the game that they don't think they have to come out snappy to win that game. But it's the Eastern Conference Finals. Like you said, nothing's going to be handed to you. It, it's maddening to watch for me because that's mm-hmm. a very talented team and then some of those guys really deserve it and work hard mm-hmm. yeah uh if it is just the role players because we we'll, we'll just assume that those two guys are out not to speak too much on this because we really don't know at this point but if those two guys are out you said you would favor milwaukee to win these games i still think yeah I, i'll still go with milwaukee here but uh yeah like, but in terms of like a matchup with the Suns, like I don't think they. Oh no! Be, yeah, yeah. Just just in terms of these East mm-hmm. Finals, yeah. Owen, who would you take between those two supporting casts there? I would uh, I would probably take the Hawks. Um, I I like the guys that they have. I think Phil, you've made this point before, but you know I think they have you know a really talented team. If you go name by name, position by position, yeah. You look at Herder. You look at Collins, Capella, even you know Big O, Onyeko, Kongwu. He's had, a decent player. Yeah, he he had some big offensive rebounds and some oh, big, yeah. some big defensive you know, plays. Some big defensive plays, and I'll tell you what: if you can have somebody who can get you timely offensive rebounds, those are backbreakers. As somebody who's played basketball, it's you know it's something that will kill your team is to lose offensive rebounds, and if you're getting them, it's something that sparks your team. So credit to him, credit to the to, you know to all those guys. I think obviously Cam Reddish is playing now, so we've been on that bandwagon for a while hey you have i, I, have. I have not I, I have dude i'll plant my flag on the cameradish bandwagon but yeah i like their supporting cast even lou williams stepped up which oh, I, I don't think anybody was expecting i yeah. was gonna say like throughout these last couple of playoff games he's been a real spark for atlanta like because he's a guy nate mcmillan will um put in the game and they'll make a quick like six point eight point run all because of lou will either he'll dish the ball out or he'll score score points and then all of a sudden you see atlanta's back in the game yeah, yeah, he's he's trick or treat with what you're getting from because some nights you get zero and some yeah. nights you're getting a lot. But credit to him because he really answered the bell last game, first mm-hmm. playoff start ever. So yeah, I mean that was a heck of a start. I would pick Atlanta too, and mainly because Atlanta had a stretch in the regular season. I think Trey missed ten or twelve games, and I I was watching some of those games and I really liked their supporting cast. And like Owen said, it's talented players everywhere, but it's it's not that unfathomable because they picked 10th in the draft every year, like, or they picked fifth in the draft every year for the last five years. They've stacked these players up and they're all stepping up at the right time. That's credit to a great coach too. Who's 
getting his guys ready to go and getting them ready to play. I mean, they had no business beating Milwaukee the other night as much as we can talk about Milwaukee's flaws maybe leading to that. They still deserve the credit because they showed up and did it. But mm-hmm. Bogdanovich, I mean, he is, like I said, he's on one leg. That's really going to hurt him, they, and he's phenomenal when he's on. So it'll be interesting to see who meets the Suns in the finals. Pretty good couple nights of basketball ahead, I think. So going to be an interesting game five. was a little depressing when they flashed uh, Bogdanovich Middleton as the two faces tonight yeah. during the game. I was like, that has got to be so tough. That's yeah. tough. Whoever made that had a rough day. <laughs> That's tough to see. Also, shout out the 4K images of the fans. I'm really enjoying those when they just show the fans and it's like 4K quality. Oh, you can see like, the pimples yeah. on their nose. You can see right. the pimples on their nose and just like for like the NFL, right? When they score that touchdown and then they got that special 4K camera to like yeah. show the celly top-notch really yeah. like it that's another nfl just literally just setting the trends yeah just shout there you out go. once again yeah. shout out to the nfl last thing for the nba i wanted to ask alex because there was a big rumor this week i'm going to tuck the rumors back in on sunday because i saw a couple more bubbling up but mm-hmm. we like that rapid fire i just had to get his take on this when i heard it i saved it for the pod there was a piece john hollinger wrote in the athletic about the warriors using their trade assets which would be the 7th pick, the 14th pick, and James Wiseman, or any combination of the three, to move for a player who can help them win now. Obviously, Clay coming back, they're going to have a real chance to win the West next year. But he said the big name to watch there was Pascal Siakam. I think that would be a pretty good move for both sides, but I'm not the Raptor fan here. That we got two of them in the building. Alex, you're the big, big fan. I wanted to know what your thoughts were of this. Uh, so I think it really all just stems from because I still don't know what the Raptors want to do these next couple of years. Um, I don't know if we're keeping Lowry, like if we want to contend for the next two years or if we're not going to contend for the next two years. So really just on the basis of that, if we do want to contend, may- maybe I'd still keep Siakam because Wiseman and the pick probably won't be getting you to the conference finals or anything. But if if we're trying to rebuild, I think it's a, I think it's a pretty good trade. Like Siakam's making a lot of money. He did have a great finals run, but in the last couple of playoffs, it's it's been pretty tough. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I personally don't think he has that killer instinct to just close out games. It, it's kind of tough to watch from a Raptors perspective because he's kind of the guy that we base our whole offense around. And I think he'd be really good as a second guy because we saw that for the title run. Um, as a second option, he's he's tremendous because like Kawhi was taking those big loads and you had Lowry doing some of the stuff too. So as a second or third option, I think he's great as a first not too sure and that's why golden state wants him right he's not going to go over there and lead the offense do everything by himself he's got curry thompson and he'll be that second or third option i think is that he's great i don't know man for wiseman i'm not i'm not too sure i I still need to see a little bit more from him i know he had that injury um so we got to monitor that but so did siakam siakam tore his labrum so he's gonna be out for five months from that surgery and then the seventh pick you know if the raptors came away with the they have the fourth in this draft and, and the seventh pick this year the Raptors have a pretty good track record of drafting good players in this in the last five, six years. Um, from four and seven, we're, we'll definitely pick one great guy. I, I still, I'd love to give you a complete take on it, but I just need to know what direction we're going towards. Yeah, then that all hangs on Lowry. Yeah. But I, I could definitely see why Golden State would have some interest in Siakam. Like you said, he's a great complimentary player. He can't be that first guy. He's shown that the last couple of years, especially because he's sort of in his prime. But he would be an excellent piece to put next to those two. Think of all the space he'd have with those two. And oh, yeah. He'd be able to rim Spin all he wants, man. Yeah. <laughs> the Beyblade. <laughs> of the whole lane open. Owen, what are you thinking about that one? Yeah, I agree with Alex. I think uh, it depends on where you want to go. Obviously, Siakam's a, shown to be a really productive player. But I, I agree with what 
with what you guys are saying in the sense of that he's struggled as as the main guy mm-hmm. so you might i i could see that you know i think there's a case to be made to go young yeah and to just try and really rebuilding and maybe get somebody that can help you you know a few years develop them a little bit so because i mean if there's a team that's going to develop young talents the raptors so i could see them wanting to do that i just i think it'd be all funny though to see him on on the warriors because i just feel like the warriors are so technically sound and then just like if you're going to trade for siakam be ready for a lot of offensive fouls because he's (laughs) a master at picking those babies up so i feel like kerr would be hitting his smashing his board a lot but uh, i forgot about that that was a classic just punch the hole in it in all my just like in all my years of watching the raptors there have been some frustrating players siakam's definitely one of them I think I'm going to say that um, I, I think he's like he's more frustrating to watch than DeRozan because I don't know. He was on the bench or he'd just be like, you know what, boys, like someone else can do this. But Siakam just like like he'll have an open man and he'll just spin, spin, spin or cause an offensive foul and not pass it to the guy running in transition. It's it's really frustrating to watch sometimes. Like Phil knows I text the, him all the, the time. The time he double dribbled against the Knicks was my favorite. That, that was my favorite one. Three on one fast break, double dribble. That's that. when I knew we weren't making the playoffs. Alex, who's <laughs> your number one on that most annoying to watch? Oh, one? I have an answer for him, actually. Yeah, go okay. for it. It's Rudy Gay. Like oh, er, like early oh. Rudy Gay on the Raptors when he was the guy. So tough. Yeah, that so was, tough. Those were the years. Uh, oh, sorry, it's a tie between him and freaking Corey Joseph. Because Corey oh, Joseph would come him. up and he'd just milk the clock until there was... He'd start the possession with four seconds left <laughs> on the clock. I'm like... And then he'd like start yelling at the refs. He'd be like, yo, like the time didn't start at the right time. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, <laughs> Alex had some least favorite Raptors for sure. I, I can vouch firsthand that he was... Not a Damari Carroll fan. Oh, no. We'll do... You know what? I'm penciling this in right now for a future episode. We'll pencil in a top 10, like, least favorite Raptors. Me and Owen can do a top 10, and you can do a top 10 Spurs. So, we'll yeah. do that. Oh, let's go. I mean, I don't get frustrated by the players on the Spurs. Oh, they're just perfect. Yeah, they're yeah. just Popovich running the show. They never they never do anything never, bad. Yeah. 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 Well, they, there have been a couple. They <laughs> just If they do make mistakes, <laughs> I'd never see them yeah. again. So Just wait. Once once Ubre's on the team, it'll be... The segment will be get even better. Oh, oh yeah. so good. Yeah. Thank God you reminded me about that. <laughs> I did want to talk a little about Euro 2020. So we've kind of not talked about it at all, but it's a big sporting event. I've watched the ones when I'm at home in the morning, which is rare, but I'll watch the game when it's on. We're down to the final eight. I'm going to read you the matchups, and I want you guys to pick a team the rest of the way. So Belgium and Italy, Switzerland and Spain, Ukraine and England, Czech Republic and Denmark. Uh, We're just going to hop in here, pick one of those out of the eight, and who are you rooting for to finish this thing off when the – Win the title, ring, championship, uh, <laughs> trophy, trophy. Win the cup. Go. You gotta trophy. win the cup. Yeah. <laughs> Who you got, Alex? Uh, so I've watched a lot of international football, um, and I feel like Belgium's come up really short in the last couple of years. They've had really great players, and I like a lot of their players. Um, some of their guys are injured, De Bruyne and Hazard, so it, it'll be tough playing against Italy because Italy basically doesn't let in any goals. But you know, what? I'm gonna root for Belgium. I think Belgium's gonna win. They're my number two, Owen. I'm gonna go with uh, with Spain because of you got a hot tip. Just admit it. Owen got a hot tip today Uh-oh. that Spain was the favorite, and Owen, we know Owen. He's a front runner here, so he had to hop on the bandwagon. Yeah. So, so a friend of mine, I was talking with him about the Euros because he's a a big soccer fan, and he said, "I was like, what do you think about England?" He said, "If the trophy comes home, I'll eat my pants." Is what he said. <clears throat> so, not a believer in England. And he said he thinks Spain's going to win it. 
So that's my take. I think Spain's going to win. I think they've got some good players. Nice. nice. That's nice. top-notch Who's analysis. your favorite Spain guy? Because you have one. Um, I like Nacho, but I don't know if he's playing there anymore. Oh, okay. Well, he, close. It was close. See, I knew you. Were Half of them that. are nachos, either first or last name. But yeah, yeah, yeah it's one of the two. Yeah, it's coming home. Oh, I, I have a red jersey. God. I wear it like pretty much every match day or the day before, and it's coming home. I can't wait to see that kid eat his pants. So it's, it's, that's that's my pick. We got this, baby. Also, shout out to Belgium. We somehow have thirty five downloads over there. Yeah, I know some people over there. Oh, they, they that's why. Covered. That's yeah. why they really? got us covered. So, yeah. see, I'm rooting you for know? you guys. Yeah. Do you have like family over there? In a way. In a way. Yeah. Cool. There you Very go. Cool. Also, I love Phil. I asked him before who he was rooting for in the Euros, and he said it's a tie between Scotland and England. Uh, yeah, Scotland and England, yeah. and they're like some of the biggest rivals like in the world. Well, <laughs> they were playing each other, and I who do you like, the Flames or the Wales? I like both. <laughs> I didn't want to cheer against Scotland like the... because I know Scotland people, <laughs> and I didn't want to cheer against England because it's coming home, and I want to see the kid eat his pants. So <laughs> I just wanted to cheer for both. It's like that. Islanders Rangers account. You remember when we talked about oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Islanders yeah. Rangers fan. Rangers for Isles fans. <laughs> yeah. I think that's yeah. what it was called. That was yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. We'll throw back for the listeners. We'll do a uh, Scotland for England fans account. Yeah. yeah. It's coming soon. Don't yeah. worry. That's why they drawed. That they, they knew I was going to Oh, be. right. Yeah. 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 Good point. Good point. They didn't want to disappoint you. It's time. It's the feels like summer draft. So this is a new segment we're hopefully going to be trying it out throughout the rest of the summer with some new voices coming in there'll be usually be a fourth chair when we draft yeah we're going to try out this segment we'll see if you guys like it i'm sure you've heard drafts on many other podcasts before we're far from inventing this but we're going to give it a go we'll bring it back later on today's topic is the summer sensations draft so it's a little canada day special it's Canada Day is usually one of those events that when it comes, you know it's summertime. It's July first. Yeah. It's summer. We want to give you the sensations that when they happen, you know it's summertime. So who wants to pick first here? I I haven't really thought through the order. But I think since the Oilers are always drafting number one, I think it's just fair. Phil yeah. goes. So okay, we'll, we'll do Phil first. Okay, I'll go first, and then which one? <laughs> we'll, it's a snake fashion, so I get one. Right, of course. Six, seven. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah. Snake job. Okay. So who who wants to? Let's go. Let's go this way. We'll just go this way, yeah. and then Owen okay, will drop sure. two times. Okay. So if you're hearing that, that's me, then Alex, then Owen, then Owen, then Alex, then me, and so on yeah. and so yeah. forth. Three picks each for this draft. I have the first pick here. Um, this is tough. This is very tough. It is. Lots I, of good options. There's tons of good options. Yeah. I'm gonna go with. The first smell of grass. The wow. smell of grass. When you get that grass uh-huh. whiff of the lawnmower, sometimes you hear it going, oh, yeah. and then you hear the, you smell the grass. That's my number one pick. So I'm going with smell of grass number one. Yeah, I, that's a great pick, Um, especially in the mornings. It's just a great cleanser. Just yeah. great. Well, you know, I actually have allergies, but still, nonetheless, <laughs> allergy. I won't let allergies get in the way yeah. of this. Still a top-notch smell. Yeah, no, my brother's got, he's like allergic to snow mold. I don't know if that's what you got. Yeah, but like, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He never, never once got it, diagnosed. <laughs> once, <laughs> once summer starts, dude, he'll literally just walk outside and just start crying. And he'll like have red eyes. <laughs> he'll have to go right back inside. It's the most depressing thing ever. I love it. I, yeah. I love the smell of grass so much. I knew that wasn't going to get back to me, so I had to take it number yeah, one. Exactly. But yeah. now I got to sweat on my other two picks. <laughs> Alex, what you got? number two overall. all right so for number two overall i'm gonna go with scorching hot white hot seat belts when you get in the car oh, mm, great oh pick. my god sleeper such a sleeper when you get in the car you're like all right let's go wherever you're excited and you freaking burn your hand you get like a second yeah. degree burn from touching the seat belt 
if you touch the metal, like your skin's yeah. just peeling off, man. It's it's tough, wow. and um, but it's a it's a very very <laughs> clear sign that it's you're in the full swing of summer. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Or what about those nice nice leather seats on your car, oh, and then you God. get into it in the summertime? Oh man, you like maybe park in a parking lot, and you come yeah. back in, and it's just like like leaves a burn mark yeah yeah so hot or or when you're on it for a while and then you pull pull your arm up and you get the you get the stick yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) holy or uh just quick here too um when you're very thirsty and there's that water bottle man you're not sure how long it's been in there it's still kind of hot you're like damn should i take a sip i don't know (laughs) i won't say i have or haven't done it but yeah it could be it could be i've i've done it okay owens (laughs) Letting us know. He's on this guy. You're up three and four. So you got back-to-back picks here. Use the use them wisely. I will. I will. So with the number three overall pick, I'm going to take the smell of sunscreen. I oh, knew that you were going to take on my... that. I don't like it personally. What? Yeah. I don't like the smell of sunscreen. So I've got a lot of blowback here. So I feel like it's only right that I explain myself. No, I'm I'm full. I'm in full support of Owen. So let me ask you a question here. So when you guys think of sunscreen, what do you think of? What comes to mind? I wrote it down here. Yeah. When you smell sunscreen my brain automatically thinks that I'm getting in a pool in 10 minutes. Yep. Like, it's just a fact. Like, yep. I'm jumping in a pool in 10 minutes. Correct. Yeah. Pool, beaches, oh. you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Going out to the river. Oh. Yeah. It's yeah. just everything, like all those water sports, hiking. Your swim trunks are on. Your swim trunks are on. Your mom packed some lunch. Oh. Like a hoagie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Got an Fruit ice snacks. cold Gatorade in your hand. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you putting that it, when you put that hot seatbelt like the yeah. leather on your like bare chest because exactly. you're oh. just wearing your trunks. Yeah, exactly. It, you let you put them sit wet on the seat. Yeah. You let it dry oh, as yeah. the sun comes. So, anyways, lots of different. It's like a whole mixture of things all tied in there. But just sunscreen, just it's a wave of memories. You know what and, I mean? And it keeps you healthy. You don't you don't get sunburned because sunburned stinks. I hate that. It's one of the worst things. Also, See, I only sunburned. I so. wouldn't know about that. So. Yeah. yeah. And um, I don't know, on TikTok recently, I don't know why, I think it's a trend to show like how bad of sunburns you can get. And it's literally sunburns where there's literal like fluid, like just build up. Like it's it's like it's a bubble nasty. and it's going to burst. Can I just TikTok, if you're listening, can you stop showing me that? Because it's nasty. You got a problem with your For You page, man. Yeah, no, I got I to gotta shake some things up. You got to fix that. Oh, guy, you're up again. Okay. <clears throat> so with my second pick here, I'm going to take when you are, so this is, I'm, Sorry if this is like I might be taking two at one here. I'm just gonna call it one. Whoa. Sorry for the fans at home. Whoa, this wow. is, if this I might have to veto this if it's actually two. <laughs> David Stern. <laughs> <laughs> but it's when you wake up at like six thirty and the sun's up. Oh. Or when you go to bed at like okay. eleven PM and the sun's yeah. still oh, up. That's a banger. I, long I, that, I was gonna take that one if it came back yeah. to that's me. That's a banger. I'll allow that. No. You just mean when the sun starts setting later on at night yeah. and when it's rising early in the morning. Yeah. Basically I'm just gonna call that just long long days. What yeah. are the time frames for you? Because for me I wrote down when it starts setting after nine thirty. That's when I know. Yeah, for so me. what we're at right now, I feel like is like rise at like five thirty six. Yep. Yeah. Sets like eleven is like when it it's yeah. starts to yeah. be like dusk you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i just feel like it's just like winter you know dark yeah it's depressing yeah yep. you know this it's you wake up at like 9 a.m to go to your class it's like pitch dark You're like why am Tough. i like what am i doing here but now it's like you can go be out for you'll check your watch it's like oh 10 p.m and it's like the sun's like straight up mm-hmm. ahead it's it's just so nice you know you get the weather you get so you get to so much more to do it's just it's unbelievable so nice good pick great great yeah. pick <clears throat> Alex, what you got? 
fifth so pick. with the fifth overall pick, um, I'm gonna go with. So when you know, you know, when you're like outside on the patio on your balcony or whatever. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. matter. You can be in a restaurant, and you pour yourself, like a nice beer. It could be root beer. It could be Coca Cola. Whatever. And then and you pour it in a glass. And then when it like starts sweating from the outside, oh, the oh my god, oh, that that's, is that's a very good pick. I didn't have that here. When you when you take that like, yeah, then you know it's the perfect time. Like you know, yeah. like you don't want a Coors Light when the mountains turn blue. And you're like yeah. you got to drink it. That's basically that sign for any drink. You know, you pour it at the perfect time. The yeah. weather for that like drink is perfect, and you, it's just a killer. And that first sip. Oh holy oh crap my oh my god Woo! that is so good <laughs> yeah you're very right on that one. Yeah. yeah i love that pick i got my last two here so i'm, I'm gonna shape my team so with my first pick i took the smell of the grass yeah that was my first pick my second pick is when you f- throw that first dog on the barbecue oh, first dog of the summer oh, <laughs> when wow, you, i had that high on the big board killer when you toss that on there and you get yeah yeah that is right up there for oh, boy. I love the barbecue in the summertime. The, the steam coming off, the smell, so. everything about it. You don't you can do it in like the spring, but it's not as it's rewarding. Not same, when no. it's the hot day, the sun's beating down, the yeah. steam is coming up. Yeah. Bang. What a time in your life. And see, that's like a true Canada Day thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm gonna be on the grill Dad too. Dad's got work off, you know what I mean? Yeah. Dad's yeah. not going to the office, so dad starts grilling like oh, four PM. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he yeah. puts this puts the burgers down. He's like he's chefing it up. <laughs> yeah, chef. Yeah. It up. Mom's got like a punch going. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Man, Maybe so a good. bun on the top shelf. Get the get the Ooh, crispy get bun. Get the crispy bun. Yeah. yeah. And killer move when you flip the burger and then you put that slice of cheese and you just watch it melt on the barbecue. Yeah. My God. Unbelievable. Oh, man. That's Great my pick. that's my number two, and my last pick of the draft. Really gonna shape the draft here. Watermelon. When you get that, <gasps> when you get the watermelon, and you Phil have that, dude. you have that bite, and it's just the flavor. I'm not talking about the watered down watermelon. No, but I'm talking the about full the full flavor. It, it's bright yep. red. You're yep. eating that. Oh, it tastes man. so good. I could eat a whole watermelon. Watermelon. I never have one in the winter. I never have one in the fall. Yeah. I never have one Same. in the spring. Same. It is a summer staple. Yep. I'm a yeah, watermelon you get, like, dripping down on your yep, shirt a yep, little bit. Yep. It's like oh man, worth it. Watermelon guy. Watermelon all summer long. That's my draft. So yeah. to sum up, I took the smell of the grass, the first barbecue, and watermelon. Yeah, those are my f- summer sensations. It's also a great hydrator. Like you take two bites of watermelon and you're already in the bathroom because you need to go piss. But <laughs> it's still like the best fruit to eat in the summer. Um, and I actually was having watermelon like couple, like right before I came here. So Let's I was go. definitely enjoying that. But Unreal. T- there's some bad watermelons out there. You got to get a good one. Yeah, that's, what I, that's why it was down at the end of my list because yeah, yeah. it was can, it's hit or miss. Yeah, a lot exactly. Of you can get one where you bite it and eat it and it's just got no flavor. No you know flavor I mean? or yeah. when it's when it's like a little grainy and it doesn't have yeah. that yeah. Stri- texture because I'm a big texture guy with my fruit. You have to be. when my te- yeah. Like the texture isn't right for my fruit. Like apples when they're not, yeah. can't eat them, bro. Yeah, get yeah. that out of here. I like that. All right, so with my last pick, I guess it, you can't really relate it to the last year because of COVID, but let's take COVID out of it and just pretend COVID never happened. Sure. Uh, free agency and the draft. I I almost took this. This is synonymous for me. 
It is unreal. You got finished point? Oh, I was just going to say, uh, usually I always have July 1st off. I'm really sad it's like not happening yeah. not this time this year because usually it's Canada Day. I, I'm outside. I'm in like around the house. I'm always I'm running in to check who's signed. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I stay up late on the 30th because the signings start to come yeah. in in the NBA. That is so synonymous with me for summer. I'm, I'm hoping it comes back for 2022 because two years without it is way too long. For Very me. difficult. I'm hoping it comes back to whether it's the draft or, or free agency your team's you know doesn't matter man your team's making the moves whether it's a big one or a small one you're getting pumped um and then especially like you said nhl free agency is a shaker on july 1st because nba you know they trickle in for the next couple of days but july 1st nhl free agency when bob mckenzie tells me that thomas vanek has signed for his seventh <laughs> team in five years that's that hits different it's great and uh, it really lets you know you're you're in the full swing of summer. I think Vanek was one of the guys who the Edmonton tried to trade for him, and he had a no trade, and he nixed it. I, oh I man, think. it might have been him or Drew Stafford. I can't remember, <laughs> oh, but it was one of the two. So two Buffalo legends. Yeah, that's yep. my Vanek point. Yeah. So what were your three picks there in total? Uh, so uh, my first pick was uh, hot seat belts. Yep. My other pick was when you pour yourself a nice cold drink, and then it starts sweating from the outside of the glass, and free agency and. Uh, drafts three strong picks right there. Yeah, that's a good. That's a great pick. Owen, you get to finish your, the draft off here. Shape yeah. the board. So, so Phil poached a couple of ones I had high on my big board. So I'm gonna have to deep into the war chest here. Yeah, that's 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 good drafting. No, that is good drafting. Props to Phil. I mean, his team's not gonna be better than mine. But anyways, Owen was in the war room here and yeah. just making calls. Where what should I yeah. pick? Yeah, yeah, I was calling coach, GM, everything. Yeah. So we were figuring when, it out. When watermelon fell to me, I did the Lions reaction when they got Penny Sewell. Yeah, yeah. banging yeah. on the <laughs> table. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with road trips. Wow. That was road on trips. my big board very high. It was yeah. down to that or watermelon. Oh. <laughs> you took the one I kind of wanted, but I mean road trips. It's a winter road trip. Nah. Nah. That just sucks, man. Not the same at yeah. all. You got to bundle up in the car. It's usually in the dark. The yeah. Summer. It's summer is a road trip synonymous. Yeah. It's summer. Just... It's because it kind of goes hand in hand with those long days. Because you get up early, oh, right? Because yeah. you want to have you know get a lot done in the in the day. So you get up early, sun's out, pile in the car, you know, you got music going, you can roll actually roll the windows down. Yep. 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 Music playing. You go through the, you know, mountains or whatever, highway, yeah. and you actually can like see green. Mm-hmm. And then you get to your location, you know, you go and always end up hitting a pool somehow, yep. a lake. Yeah. It's yep. just so much everything is just road trip just leads to so many options you just smell open sunscreen up the somehow yeah sunscreen's in there you obviously got the hot seat belts burning you yep exactly so it's just it's just quintessential summer right there. great pick great pick. great pick. thank you dude. so thank what'd you. you finish with there for your three so i had long days yep i had the what was my first pick sunscreen smell of sunscreen yep and then i had road trips excellent yeah. three picks there thank you the only one other one i got really close to taking was ice cream Oh. I really got close to taking ice cream Let's or the orange creamsicle popsicle. Never had one of those in the winter, but always the summer. Was there anything else you guys wanted to shout out? No, yeah. Phil Phil took barbecuing and uh, and no one took sunscreen. So those were my other two. And then, yeah, I just had hot. I, I threw hot water bottles in with hot seatbelts. But, yeah, I kind of had that one separate too. Yeah. yeah, I would say the two that I didn't really get to pick was I was just going to say the NBA finals. Oh, like yeah. A That's a great thing. pick. Yeah. For sure. And then when you can go outside without a jacket. 
you know, all like all times, like even like late at night. No, sure. Or when you move, when you when you go into your shorts drawer for the first time. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, that was yeah. on my yeah. too later Absolutely. on. Absolutely. But you guys get at us. Let us know who won that one. Uh, Give that us was, draft grades. Yeah, draft yeah. draft <laughs> report cards like Mel Kiper. Yeah, yeah, all the way. Around. Uh, that was a good segment. We'll, we'll bring back the drafts again. Hopefully, next time we bring them back, we'll have a fourth we'll chair fourth with chair. us, so we'll have a little bit bigger of a draft. And let and us know we'll, what kind of drafts you guys want to see. True. Yeah, exactly. We've got a couple ideas, but whatever you guys want to hear, we'll also get to. So that was the summer sensations draft in the book. We'll do the usual. It's a Thursday, but the usual Friday stuff to send us into our long holiday weekend. Bozo of the week, genius of the week. Anybody want to bat lead off here? I can. So for my Bozo, let me just set the table. So for those of you who I'm assuming is probably all of our audience who doesn't follow college baseball, mm-hmm. um, the College World Series has been happening recently, and there was a little bit of a scandal that I want to I want to. Yeah, you up. need because I've been seeing Mississippi State everywhere, yeah. and everyone talk about. It. I have no idea what's going so on. Mississippi so Mississippi State, State they, they won, won today. They won the whole thing. Today. They beat Vandy. They, they actually like pumped them. Smoked like, them. It was like nine, nine nothing, or nine. Yeah. yeah. So and Vandy's really good. They have like two like aces, Jack yeah. Later, and then this other guy who just throws like eight hundred miles an hour. Yeah. It was, like, unbelievable. Yeah. Anyways, that's another story. So credit shout out Mississippi State, Hale State, good work. Yeah. But the issue is is NC State, right? This I think this is the semifinals. The Wolf Pack. The Wolf Pack of NC State. They were I think ranked they're ranked fairly high. And they had obviously a really good team this year. And I think this is going into the semifinals. They had six guys test positive for COVID. And we later find out four of those guys were vaccinated. And so what the NCAA does is they say, because of these six positive cases, you guys are eliminated from competition. Oh, my God. Yeah. So so tough. Yeah, what six guys, four of whom are vaccinated. So only two unvaccinated positive cases. And they just ended it. They said, you're, you're done. Axed them. You're out. Meanwhile, all the stadiums at 100% capacity... What a joke. Yeah, nothing. So, and anyways, NCAA, like, you got to get it together. That can't be happening. Like, it, quarantine if you have to. Like, but there's no reason to punish the whole team, especially guys who are vaccinated. You know what I mean? Like, they're doing what they need to be doing. Yeah, let's get some immediate testing in there. Yeah. Let's get those six guys out if that's what they have to do. Yeah, at but least they, get the they've two. They've got a bench, you know? Six guys, yeah. It's not like the team is, like, what like it's not like an NBA team of like ten yeah, guys. I mean, you're playing with six less players. Then just let them finish it out. You know, that's man. That's NCAA, NCAA never gets anything right. Yeah. They're just not not very good at anything. No, not yeah. at all. And I mean, this is a team that hasn't won in a long time. So, I, as far as I know, so yeah, yeah. tough, tough, that's tough scene. Big bozo. And then for genius of the week. So when you guys think of of like shoe deals, who do you think of? Like who has a shoe deal in the NBA? I I think of I know all the shoe deals. I mean, do you? I, you want me to name I, them all? I don't know. We'll see. What do you go? I don't shoot, know. Just shoot. deals now and sponsorships. It's always Dak Prescott for some reason. But like in the <laughs> NBA, who do you think of? You NBA, think of well, LeBron. Nike, we got the Nike guys. LeBron, yeah. PG, uh-huh. Kyrie, KD. Right. Giannis. Um, Giannis. Giannis. Zion. Zion's a Jordan. Yeah. And then yeah. I think we're going to get Westbrook some is well. coming. Westbrook's got some. New Balance Kawhi. New Balance Kawhi. Lee Ning. Lee Ning has Clay Thompson. And Dwayne and, Wade. And Kyle Lowry. And Dwayne Wade. Yeah. No, Kyle Lowry's Adidas. And Isn't Van Vliet? Yeah, yeah, Van Vliet is who I'm thinking of. You know, I, I'm uh-huh. sure this is thrilling for the listeners at home. Curry, <laughs> yeah. Curry Under Armour, Under Armour, actually Curry brand. Sorry, Curry, Curry brand. brand. Can you brand? please yeah. fill? It's Curry brand, not Under yeah, Armour. My bad. I'll I'll stop talking now. Owen, <laughs> wh- wh- who are so, you thinking of? When you guys think, did 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 the name PJ Tucker cross your minds at all? Oh, yeah, Phil's favorite he's, NBA player. He's actually this is actually true because he is the sneaker king of the NBA. He uh-huh. wears more shoes per year than anybody else. He spends 
absorbent amounts of money on shoes. If you ever have you ever seen sneaker shopping? Have you ever seen that show? Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. So one time he goes on there, and usually you know the people browse the shelves and they look up at the shoes and oh I want this one, I want this one. PJ Tucker goes around talks about all the shoes and then they go, which ones are you gonna buy? And he goes. Yeah, I usually have a different setup when I come here. I usually have most of these by now. So I go to the back and I order off the computer, like the actual oh like my store God. computer. <laughs> so hard. he goes to the store computer and drops like 36 racks at this at this random sneaker store for all these shoes. He goes through his computer list and then that's the end of the episode. Thrilling episode. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know what's a lock for post-retirement PJ Tucker? Him opening a shoe store. Like yeah. a sneaker store. Yeah. 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 Have you ever seen his lockers, man? They're crazy. Sorry, Owen. Go ahead. I didn't even yeah, step yeah. on No, it's all good. I've, obviously, Phil hates shoes. There's no passion for it whatsoever. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, the news here and the reason that PJ Tucker is a genius is because he's got his own shoe deal. Yeah. He yeah. signed. I think Nike signed him for literally like 60 mil. I don't know if they signed wow. him for shoot. So maybe they did. They got they got him on a they got him on a PE deal. So he can only wear the Nikes. When okay. He plays. Okay. But he's getting his own shoe is what I'm trying to say. Really? PJ Tucker, wow. listen to this, is launching a collab with Dolce & Cabana. No, no yeah. freaking way. So he's got two new colors of a, the Miami sneaker. I don't wear Dolce & Cabana shoes. I don't know what you guys, but... So I sometimes me. throw them on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually don't. I don't have a pair. Really? <laughs> but don't? I might have to get the PJs. <laughs> oh. So he's got two new colors of their signature Miami sneaker with his signature on the tongue and heel. And this is the quote he had that went along with this story. He said, sneakers and fashion are part of my DNA. They were designed with the 90s in mind because that's when I fell in love with fashion. So just wow. great quote. Everybody check out the new Miamis, the PJ Tucker Miamis. <laughs> the new Miamis. <laughs> PJ Tucker Miamis. And just shout out PJ Tucker. He's, he's had a, you know, he's had a tough go with injuries and with to his teammates, but I mean, he's he's had a good playoffs. So overall. it's now it's down. So the hottest shoes of the summer, it's down to the PJ Tucker Dolce and Gabbana's or the Balenciaga Crocs. Yeah. So <laughs> now you got to pick because yeah. you go bankrupt either way. It's yeah. a hot debate. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy spending your whole paycheck yeah. on either one. Yeah. 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 Your kids gonna eat this summer, or are you gonna get the Miamis? I yeah. think you got to go with the Miamis. Yeah. yeah. Your kids can always eat later. Yeah. yeah. I can, I can go second go here. For it. My bozo of the week is the plain food lady. So I don't know how many people saw this because it was on Twitter. I think it got to like 400,000 likes. So I think a lot of people did see it. But there was a picture of a lady on an airplane and she was eating food. And I know you're like, oh, she's eating food, right? Let me describe this to you. She's in a purple shirt. She's having some water in the picture. She's got her water bottle up to her mouth. She's drinking, but she's looking at the camera. She can see the she can see the camera. So there's nobody in the middle seat. I'm gonna set the scene for you if you haven't seen right, the right. picture. Yeah, yeah. Nobody in the middle yet. seat. Guy on the other side is plugging his nose as this lady's eating. The middle seat, which is empty, is occupied by this lady. Has a tin foil tray, oh, no. which literally covers the entire seat oh, no. of lobster. Oh, I did see this. Yeah. And on top of that, she has her own plate on her little seat cover, and it's got lobster all on her plate. So she's clearly pulling from it and putting on her top plate. Not only that, if you think it can't get worse, in the middle seat, she pulled down the holder as well, and More she lobster. put on three mini shots, a ginger ale, a Coke, and a bottle of water. What I a think madman. this is the most oh, egregious plane violation I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Okay. A full lobster dinner on the plane? Are you kidding <laughs> so me? First I would have kicked her off the airplane. <laughs> Yeah, but how does that happen? How do you let that get through TSA or what? TSA? How do you? Uh, 
I don't think that was an option as like as like lunch on the plane. Like a I don't giant tinfoil lobster. No, yeah, dinner. giant tinfoil lobster. I don't know how the <laughs> fuck that happens. This, this was maddening to me. I I I was steaming upset for the guy over there plugging his nose. I would have kicked her right off the plane. That is an egregious plane violation. rides are tough enough, but that is just the violation. How big was the plate? How many how many lobsters do you think she had on there? Tons. Like I'm talking like eight, nine. Like she you tell had, me. She had lobster on lobster. She had lobster for what? days. She could have. The plane could have got stranded. I think she, she was one of those fun. ASMR people that like slurp lobster on YouTube. I See, swear you to God, she's weird probably videos, making a video. Dude, I've seen those videos. They're fire. So good. <laughs> Crazy. So relaxed. Can't fall asleep. Just toss yeah. one of those babies on. Sounds anyway. like she brought like a full deadliest catch style cage. <laughs> oh yeah, of live lobsters. She could have just killed killed them on the plane and ate them. Yeah, it's true. It could have happened. Holy shit! My yeah. genius of the week. It's actually me. So no way. So I win wow. genius of the week this week because so on Tuesday, June fifteenth at twelve thirteen a.m. I added Kyle Schwarber to my fantasy baseball wow. team. Wow. Since then, he's hit 13 home runs. <clears throat> yep. Mm-hmm. And he's on one of the most ridiculous stretches in baseball history, 16 yeah. home runs in 18 games. He's on some Barry Bond stuff right now. So yeah. shout out to me. I saw Hold it when on. nobody else did. Go point ahead. Of, point yeah. of, point, here we go. Um, yeah. So, Mr. Genius Man, what what are you actually – so you've made this intelligent move. What What's your position in the league right now? What are you placed? Well – Ninth of ten, but oh, I'm, oh. Gonna, <laughs> I'm on the come up. Though. <laughs> I'm on the come up. Just don't worry about. He's not that. a genius for his standings. He's just a genius for picking up Kyle yeah. Schwarber. Yeah, that's yeah. all I'm saying. That's all he's saying. So Let's shout go. out to Kyle Schwarber. And also, there was an article in the Wall Street Journal on Monday night about why jorts have made a huge resurgence into the style game and how they're the go-to item of the summer. Yeah, I have literally been on this bandwagon for three years. Yeah. I was going to the store buying jorts, and then there was, there was no demand for jorts. This year, I go in May, April. I usually like to get my yearly <laughs> replen, you know, get some new jorts in the uh-huh. rotation. Wearing some right now. But I go, and they were sold out. Sold out. Oh, yeah, no, God. that's... Notable fashion magazine, the Wall Street Journal. If you know, if they say something about fashion, you gotta listen to it. Well, yeah. just again, I just wanted to give myself a shout out for being ahead of the trend. Yeah, it's there, like so. they got their, you know, business news and then the fashion. That's what everyone's there for. Yeah. It's like throw that away. Jorts are back. Tell me what I need to be wearing this summer. Tell me what the hot outfit is. Yeah. That's what it is. So shout out to So Wall at Journal. this point, this guy's a Hall of Famer for Bozo of the Week. I think he makes everyone's <laughs> list about like couple, once a month at least. Uh our boy Dennis Shorter. Uh, so <laughs> this is so I like he said that um he's going to command a contract worth 100 to 120 million. Did you use the word command? He's he yeah, he's going to command and I'm sure GMs will command that they will not give that to him. Um so right off the bat Dennis, the salary cap is turned on not off. Quick 2K reference there. So you can't just get whatever you want. He plays a lot of video games, so I'm sure he's like, like if 2K is giving me this, then like maybe yeah. I can get it in real life. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he's just a horrible player with attitude problems. He had the 80 million dollar contract from the Lakers, which now looks like a horrible contract if they did give that to him. So I, I don't even think he's gonna get 80 million. And dude, like no one's gonna pay that much for a guy that takes out his team's name out from his bio before a playoff game. Yeah. <laughs> And I mean, his track record over the last couple of games there, uh, he played a game where he shot 3 of 14. I think that was the Golden State game for the oh playing Christ. game. Um, and during the Phoenix games, uh, he had a game where he shot 0 for 9 and 3 for 13. Nice. So if that doesn't smell like 100 mil, I don't know what does. Mark my words, yeah. he's going to get at least 80. Mark my oh, words. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, when you're commanding, it's like, yeah, he commanded. You, what are you supposed to do? Like, like Owen said, if you're commanding, then yeah, you, yeah. you probably will get 80 mil. Yeah. One thing is, uh, you know, requesting. 
And that might, you mean you put that down like 65, 70. Yeah. yeah. But when you command, it's like, yeah, might as well give him 85. Yeah, give him like get a, him. yeah. Get, yeah get, get the papers right now. <laughs> we, we, we gotta get Dennis. Well, he was probably okay with the 80 mil. And then he's like, well, dude, like your, like your agent gets like 10%. There's tax. Yeah. He's like, an oh, extra fuck, 20 I should mil. probably like throw it up like to 120. So yeah. I get my 80 mil. Yeah. <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot about that. All. Yeah. It's a damn. Yeah. So my genius of the week is Jurgen Klopp. Uh, he is the <laughs> head coach of Liverpool FC. And we talked about the Euros a little bit today. They're going on right now. Guy's an absolute legend. So uh, as you guys know, uh, England was playing Germany over the weekend. And um, he decided to hit the streets of England and celebrate with the English fans because they beat Germany 2-0. Um, and there's this video. It's great. Like we said, we're not going to baby you. Go find it on your own. He's ripping a beer. <laughs> On this guy, on this some random guy's shoulder, and they're singing, <laughs> "It's coming home, it's coming home." <laughs> so Jurgen, craziest part, he's German, and he's singing, Jürgen. "It's coming home." Jurgen, you just lost, man. But he's having a great time. He doesn't care. Like Phil, he he probably saw from Phil that you you can pick Scotland or England, you can pick England or Germany. Yeah. Doesn't matter as long as you're having a good time. You're rooting yeah. for both sides to win. Yeah. It's great. Quick side note. Fun fact for anyone who didn't know, LeBron James is part owner of the of Liverpool. Yeah, and the Red Sox. Yeah, yeah. He'll probably let you know if if we haven't let you know. He'll there'll probably be a tweet. He'll probably drop a tweet about it soon. Yeah, he'll yeah. probably remind you. Yeah, exactly. Just, just, just let you guys. Know. Yeah. yeah. And did you guys know there's a lot of injuries this year? He'll let you know about that too. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the guy still hasn't been fired. The guy who said to expand the playoff. We're still waiting yeah. on that. Yeah. And he's still th- seeing three rims. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? He's yeah. still seeing? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. You you pr- that? He almost didn't go to speak. He's seeing three space jams when he watches oh. the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's uh, he's still pissed that they had a 72-game season when he voted yes on that. And it's not like he's like the president of the MBPA or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. That's tough. Yeah. Well, once he, he's going to wheel his wheelchair out there to the to the premiere of Space Jam. And we're all going to be like, wow, LeBron's sick. He's yeah. cast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in a full body cast, like SpongeBob with the like foot SpongeBob. up. SpongeBob. <laughs> uh, I love you, LeBron. Sorry. That was just too easy. Big big target right there. I had to take a swing. Sorry, man. <laughs> we'll send you home here into your long weekend with no conclusive evidence. It's a prepared take. Usually it's pretty hot. It gets spicy on this segment, but we like to bring it in. Who wants to battle you off here? I'll go here because I got two, actually. Okay. Um, so uh, for my no conclusive evidence... Messi should Lionel Messi. So another soccer take here. Uh, he should not be making six hundred seventy-four million from his contract over four years. Uh, I saw. This. I saw that today. Durant replied to that tweet. Uh, insane. So yeah, like I get he's the goat, but making six hundred seventy-four million dollars is just gross. It's disgusting. Barcelona is bankrupt because of this. Basically, they're just giving so handing sick. out contracts. They're like crying. They're trying to get like the Spanish government to like help them out. Dude, you can't be giving people six hundred seventy-four million, man. That is ridiculous. Um, his contract expired today, so he's unemployed, just like the rest of us. So that's something that we can relate to uh, with Messi. Um, it's just way too much. One person should not be making that much money, and I think he probably makes that much just off endorsements. So I just think he should. I, th- I just think soccer should in general have a salary cap. And uh, I just did some quick maths for the boys. Um, he makes three and a half million per week from that contract. The contract endorsements. Do we think he's got a billion in the bank? Oh, easy. Yeah, easy. I was going to say he's probably like one of the first billionaire athletes out there. I mean, LeBron signed a billion dollar Nike deal. But... I mean, Floyd Mayweather's up there. Yeah. Michael he, Jordan, obviously. But he'd be one of the he's first. Probably like, Tiger's probably up there. Well too. over yeah. a billion. I'm There's thinking. probably like, what, yeah. five, six guys that got imagine a billion? Just, you could just collect Just from the four years, that. 674. Given, yeah. like, w- imagine what he was making even before that. Yeah. Imagine I, what he's going to sign for with Arsenal. 
Messi's yeah, listening to this. Yeah. Phil tampering, Gunners, stirring baby. the pot. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've got actually news on this. Let's so go. he's got a five, apparently a five million dollar condo in Miami, and his family just recently bought like a twelve million dollar house right down the street. That's poverty, dude. So wow. hold on. Is there a Miami FC? I don't oh. know anything about. Oh, is David MLS? Beckham maybe the? I think he's part owner. Maybe, maybe. Messi. It, you know, I mean, you Messi can that? just start the team, build the stadium, <laughs> yeah. whatever he wants. Basically, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and for my second no conclusive evidence, I actually got found this while I was driving to Phil's house. You know when you're driving down the street and you see like the cops pulled someone over and they're like talking to a group of people or they like they pulled someone over. I just want to know what's going on. Like I just feel like it should be my right to <laughs> yeah. pull over and just step up and be like, so like what's going on here? Because I'm yeah. always just so freaking curious. Like what happened? Like I, I want to know. I agree. I'm I'm, I really want to know. Yeah, I mean we should have the right. Yeah, we should have the right. Law abiding yeah, citizens we're there. should have the right. Yeah. yeah. We, I kind of want to know. Yeah, we deserve it. Like, what did you do to get pulled over, guy? Yeah. Like, I want to know. <laughs> Dude, I was leaving my house the other day. Nothing happens when I leave my house. I leave my house. Usually, it's like a dead zone for like at least a couple minutes. And there was a guy pulled over like right beside the house. I was like, what? Yeah. Like, what happened? That's oh, guy, what you got? So, for my no conclusive evidence, we have been obviously keeping up with the sticky substance, you know, the ban in baseball. And. I know most of our viewers that are baseball fans know about the Astros, right? So Phil and I have kind of talked about this before. So the Astros obviously had that big cheating scandal in 2017 that recently, you know, became exposed where they were tipping. They they were basically stealing signs with technology, right? They would like bang on trash cans and whatever Buzzers. to know if it's like an off-speed pitch or a fastball. And obviously that year they won the World Series. Fast forward to like a couple of years, even, even like close to that time, they had pitchers come in like Justin Verlander, Gary Morton. Cole, Morton, guys who were over the hill, you know, not, they were good with their former teams, but they were kind of either declining or just stagnating. Yep. And, oh, they come to Houston and what happens? They're back. The Verlander's pumping. Yeah. Verlander's Ver back to Cy Young for Verlander's <laughs> winning Cy Young's, throwing no hitters against the Jays. Huh. Must be the air. Yeah. It's got to yeah. be the air. That thick Texas air. Oh. But, yeah. Then we find out who's the biggest cheater with the sticky stuff. Who is it? Cole. Cole and who mm. are all the other guys that are using sticky stuff a lot of them are former Astros guys that worked with Garrett Cole so to bring it back what are the Astros really good at they cheated by stealing signs yep they cheated by probably they were one of the first teams to really start using sticky stuff unless Garrett Cole watched some YouTube video and just did it himself which yep. I don't think he did so here's my take I think that the MLB I think MLB should have like a a sp like a spy or something in oh. the Astros organization. You know what I mean? That'd be great. Because then you can get the cheaters, like the the new method of cheating before it happens. Mm -hmm. Ooh, right? A little cutting edge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like right now they're playing catch up. Like they're three years behind. Yeah. Like the Astros are probably doing something now. Yeah. To yeah, cheat. They've, they've got the best offense in baseball right now. Yeah, yeah, by far. Like they're like a heavy World Series favorite. <laughs> so who knows what they're doing? I don't know what they're giving their players or what their players are using, but let's get somebody in there. You yeah. know, like get some bug somebody, pay yeah. somebody off, get somebody in there. Because then if you can catch that, you just eradicate it right off the bat. So And make it an all or nothing. Jeff Bezos. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. If you're listening, make yeah. it happen. Just, yeah, make make that happen. Also, Astros just quick on cheating, uh their players also cheat teams uh from contracts too, uh George Springer. <clears throat> Damaged goods, man. I said it right away. When he when they were like, He might not make opening day and then they didn't see I didn't see him for two weeks. I was like, We we messed up. Yeah. yeah. We got the damaged goods. My no conclusive evidence, you guys are really going to like this one. Oh. So there was news this week. The GTA 6 
won't come out until 2025. No. This is yeah, this is this, terrible, yeah. terrible news. I love GTA 5 about as much as anybody out there. I guess I'm just going to have to play it again because 2025, like, oh, my gosh. That, that, that is so far away. That's inconceivably far away, right? Yeah. Yep. That's that's, a, 2025, that's a long ways away. What do we we got, like, four seasons between then? Four seasons? That's a really long time. Yeah, four really sports seasons. What's I'm actually in the midst of playing GTA 5 right now. So I'm, I'm literally going to start playing it again this weekend. But you know what's going to happen in those four sports seasons, fellas? What? The Edmonton Oilers are going to win a Stanley Cup. Oh. Yeah, all right. And Before GTA thanks for listening 6, to the podcast, folks. Before GTA 6 comes out, the Oilers will win a ring. I, I am, I'm, that is my no conclusive evidence. All right, so Phil's still horny from uh, McDavid winning the heart and getting the unanimous vote. Dude, you so guys should try winning what? a heart trophy sometime. Yeah. It's it's honestly better than the cup. I texted Alex. Yeah, this he told, is my yeah. fourth one. Uh, feels pretty good, man. You know yeah. what's more likely is more likely than the Oilers winning a cup before GTA Six comes out is McDavid becomes a GTA GTA Five streamer. <laughs> oh, streamer. Probably. That's gonna that's probably. much more likely to happen. Keep exactly. hating it. I'm telling you, one of these years, I'm just you guys are gonna be like, oh, there's Phil. He's holding the Stanley Cup at the parade. That's just. Look at this yeah, guy. Is the team going to hire you I have a Norris yeah. trophy <laughs> under my belt, so no big deal. Yeah, you have, I have one a Norris. I got And a Lady hearts. Bing. Thanks, Sean Monaghan. Yeah, I forgot he won that. Oh, yeah, buddy. Come on. <laughs> wow. I think in Phil's head, he just like sees the parade happening, and he just like envisions like Connor McDavid being like, Phil. Yeah, Phil. Up here up now. Up here now. <laughs> what do you mean And Phil gives a speech. Phil gives a speech. They put the Stanley Cup on it in his arms. Yeah. He's like holding yeah. it. I think it's like, a long time coming. Yeah. Drinks from here. it. Like yeah. some beer from yeah. it. Yeah, I mean. Dude, Takes like, a shirt off. He literally, like, I'm literally going to dream about this He's later dreaming tonight, about this. So wow. don't worry. Before GTA 6, you heard it here first. It's happening. Kept Nuge forever. We did the, we did the right thing. So yeah. Yeah. For how much? Uh, 18 years for Nuge? Yeah, when he's done, he'll be the longest tenured oiler. So, I, I mean, quickly. He'll I'm be longer tenured than McDavid. McDavid won't last that long. Oh, okay, funny. <laughs> I, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Put his number in the rafters soon he's done, do the whole thing. Phil, can you tell the fans just quick what you have turned off on Twitter for like uh Yeah, I actually I was telling Alex this the other day. I have two you know how you can mute a phrase on Twitter, you can mute a sentence so that the word will never come up. I've muted two phrases. Anything that has the words this league in the same sentence is a mute. I hate that phrase. It is so cringe. I just get just get it off my timeline. And the other one I have muted is uh Connor McDavid Leafs. Anything any combination of those words in the same sentence I have so if you tweet that, I literally have no way of knowing, and it is lovely. That's fair. It that's fair. eliminated a lot of the trash bag Maple Leaf fans, so that's, that's all I could oh have ever God. asked for. There it is, the Canada Day edition, 10 out of 10, 11 out of 10. That was yeah. a great episode. Yeah. I love that episode that we just did, uh, Canada Day. Shout out to Canada, man. I love Canada. I don't want to say as much as the next guy because I love it more than the next guy. Oh, That's wow. how I feel about Canada. I love Canada, too. I love it a lot. Um, love it more than Serbia, even. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, I know you call me big man from Serbia. From I love it pod. more. Um, but Canada is such a great country. Love yeah. it. Everyone get out. Watch some Anthony Bennett. Watch some Team Canada. Yeah, because yeah. the watch NHL messed up the schedule, so you're going to have to watch that, but that's yeah. okay. Watch some Lou Dort. The Jays played 11. They're going to be probably wearing the red jerseys oh. in Buffalo. Yeah. Watch that. Enjoy the day. Enjoy the hot. You know, it's it's Canada Day. It comes once yeah. a year. Let's yeah. uh you know, enjoy that hot weather. Enjoy yes, July first. New month upon us. New pot upon uh, you guys on Sunday night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a good episode. Hopefully, we'll have some NBA finals to talk about. Yep. First matchup. We'll be set. Maybe we'll have some NHL to talk about. We'll throw in some other stuff. It's gonna be a great episode. So we'll talk to you guys then. Enjoy your long weekend.